Hello everyone and welcome. This is I can't remember what number we're up to, but yes, okay. But the Burn Hill podcast has returned, and right now with me I have Hello UK, Luke. Hello, say hi. Okay. <laughs> hello, you still there? How did that not work? I vaped into my mic. Oh, please don't have the vape going. This whole podcast is such a pain in the ass to edit out. I'm surprised it didn't work. I vaped into my mic. Thank you. Thank you, NVIDIA Podcast. You're saving my butt. Thank you. And we have Steve. Yes, I am Steve, or Steve will take that. Say hi, Steve. Hi. And today we are talking about... What are we talking about? We are talking about the Steam Deck. We are also talking about the KFC console, which I really, really want because that looks amazing. And we're also talking about working from home and how that's changed recently. So uh, what are we going to kick off? We're going to kick off with the Steam Deck first. Mm, Whatever. All right, we'll kick off with that first then. How much do we know about the Steam Deck, except that it can basically play our entire Steam libraries? Like, how much do you know? Oh, you, you, you just explained everything that I know. <laughs> well, I've got an interesting point to debate about that later on, but yeah, I just want to f- figure out what everyone knows about it already. Okay, well, recently uh, it has been discovered that it won't run your entire library. I was going to say that. That was my point. <laughs> I literally read that this morning. Yeah, that because... What was it? The technical details of the Steam Deck is that it's running on a modified Linux OS. And in order to run Steam games, it needs a compatibility layer called Proton. And Proton's only compatible with about 16,000 games on Steam, as far oh, as I'm aware currently. Yeah, and there's a lot more games than that on Steam. So it'll be interesting to see what games are actually compatible. However, to be... mm. there was... Mm, um, an interview done, I think around about, no, I think it was done with IGN, where someone who yeah, was talking was about this, yeah, the guy who was announcing it or talking about it was like, it's going to be able to run every single Steam game, like, ever. And then someone else was like, technically, yes, the hardware specs would be able to, but whether or not the software, the operating system side would be able to is a different matter entirely. So I think that's what, what was going on there. Which is interesting. But as well, the the hardware side is it will run them. It's just not going to run them as well. I've been thinking that they probably will be like reduced to some extent. Well, at least the intensive games. Think about Cyberpunk. There's no way you could play that on that. Cyberpunk (laughs) struggles on PCs anyway. There's no way it's going to work on that. Is is Steam Deck like a console, like an Xbox kind of thing? Think yeah. Think about Switch. It's a PC Switch. Oh, I see. I'm completely with you now. I actually know what it looks like now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, how powerful is this thing? Uh, oh, I should have pulled up. Probably... I'd say is like it... mid tier. So it could play games like Gears of War Five, or is that too much? It'd be able to play Gears of War Five, but then uh, the screen's also locked at eighty hertz or one twenty hertz. That's not too bad. That's fine. But do we have any time, idea how much it is? Sorry. It's like 400 quid. Um, 400 pounds. Really? Uh, uh, here it is. It's 280. Um... Oh, wait. wait, it's 280 pounds. 
No, 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 no. Found it now. It's 350 for a 64 gig, four, uh, 460 for 256 gig, and a 570 for 512 gig. Interesting. I think so I read about the same console as next next gen consoles, and about the same price then. Yeah, sounds about right. But I think it Stream Deck, I would say, is a little weaker than your Xbox. I'd say so. Yeah, yeah. I think it would have to be weaker in a sense that they probably could have made it stronger, but I'm just trying to think how they're going to keep the thing cool. Because like looking at the cooling system in my in my computer is quite beefy. Well, I I think I've just realised why it's actually a lot weaker than the Xbox. Is it? Yeah. Xbox isn't weak though. To be fair. It's, uh, it's the CPU uh, highest clock it can go is three point five to start off with, which is fairly high for a portable device. Yeah. But yeah. then the GPU is one point six teraflops. That's not that fast. That's not that. That's not that much. What's the Xbox in terms of teraflops? Like twelve. Like, oh, wait, is it twelve for the Xbox? I think it's twelve teraflops for the Xbox. That's going off muscle memory, but I think it's twelve. It's a Series X, isn't it? Series X, yeah. I only recently See discovered there's a Series S Xbox. No, yeah. a, the Xbox is yeah, it's a twelve teraflops, and it. Clocks, uh, yes, muscle memory. Gigahertz. Mm. I mean, that's and a this big does difference. 1.6 gigahertz, so um, it, the hertz is about the same for it. But let's talk about the main reason why everyone's going to want one of these bad boys. Clearly, it's because you can play your more or less Steam library on a, on a portable console, and that's that... never happened before, right? No, but it's not going like. It's not going to be that good. You wouldn't play no uh, shooters on it at all. You could no, do that. At all. No, you wouldn't, though. Like, you could, but you wouldn't. If you're someone that's competitive, you wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. Oh, if I'd play it. I'm, gamer, I'm, then sure. I'm not competitive, so I'd probably play it on shooters. You are but... very competitive. Don't you tell me what I am. <laughs> I have clips to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, who's going to buy this game, age-wise? Do you think uh, all ages are going to buy this game, or do you think it's going to be mostly for young people? All ages will buy it, and a lot of people will buy it because it's a Steam console. A lot of people are very loyal to Steam. Like, even though, like, say, Epic, for example, Epic started trying to become a proper retail for PC gamers, and the the biggest thing was they were taking the very slightest portion, like it was less than 10% of the profits and everything else went to the devs, which Steam takes majority of it, but people still wouldn't swap over. That's how yeah. loyal people are to Steam. So mm. I feel like a lot of the, the loyal Steam people will buy one and they'll get it day one. Oh, it's 60 hertz, by the way, the screen. Yeah. But this is the thing that really puts it down. So you're playing a really intense game graphically, so it's going to require more power. You're going to get two hours out of it. I was going to just talk about the battery life, like how long that would be and stuff like that. So two, two to hours eight hours. Eight hours would be it sitting there doing nothing while it's being on. Two hours will be you gaming. Can you play it plugged in, though, whilst it's plugged in? Yeah, but that kind of def defeats the purpose of portable. It does, but also if you're going out somewhere and someone's got a plug, because... 
don't know if you last looked, but there are plugs in quite a lot of places in the world. Um, you could just take it with you and play while you're there and then take it portable again and go somewhere. It's also yeah, a good it's also a good um alternative like instead of bringing like a laptop around a friend's house you could just bring like one of these things if you wanted to like multiplayer game in the same room or something like that i guess but, but is, that's you, what you a laptop know? is yeah that is what a laptop is it'd be but, smaller than a laptop um, it is it'll also be weaker that's a lot weaker than steve's laptop um, yeah a lot Not of people the... will originally already have a gaming pc or a gaming laptop so it, They'll get it anyway, but it's going to be pointless for them. I think this kind of brings me on to another topic, which I think we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, actually. Because, um, Steve, do you remember we were talking about how you can essentially play your entire Steam library on your phone or something just by using something like Steam Link? So it's like over the internet, but you're still able to play like pretty much all your games so long yeah. as your PC turned on at home. Yeah. So why not just do that instead of buying a steam deck like what's i have the an answer go on go for it because not a lot of people understand how to do that not a lot of people want to understand how to do that people want ease of convenience people want yeah that's it that's what i say people want something that's quick and easy they don't want to have to go through any of that so that's why it will sell mm. that's why that, that's why people don't do it the way you just suggested that's going to be a very tiny portion of people majority of people are just going to buy it for bragging rights I, yeah, I, that is <laughs> going to be like eighty percent of people that buy it. I'm not going to lie; I bought my Series X bragging rights. Well, I kind of wanted it, obviously, but a big part of it was like, I got a Series X. No, 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 no. Well, it's just everything that this can do. You can do some. You can either do the exact same or better. So, honestly, what we're giving this rating out of ten? I honestly give the Stream Deck like a three. The, the, the idea is good, but I I would not buy something that's got a two-hour battery life. Not at so all. For you it's, so for you, it's because of the battery life. David, I feel like you're going to be more generous. Me, it's the power and battery life. And the fact that it's locked at 60 hertz as well when gamers yeah like a lot higher now. Yeah, for, but for a casual gamer, what would you give it, Luke? Give it a three for a serious game. Okay, okay. Casual? a casual gamer that does not have a PC, does not have a laptop, uh, isn't using anything like shadow play and has money to spend, sure, it's quite high rating. But those people also won't have a Steam library. So that also kind of defeats the point. Not the casual gamer. Well, they can buy the games on Steam. Yeah. So what about for a casual then? Would you give it out of 10? Was you saying what I my example then wasn't a casual game? No, no. I feel like your 3 out of 10 was you spoke a lot about uh, how good the graphics are, the battery life, how much, how, like, how how good it is compared to what's out there already and you gave it like a three out of ten for like seriousness what about like chill no yeah i was talking like when i said um for someone that doesn't have a pc a gaming pc or a gaming laptop doesn't use any ways of playing anything pc wise what do you you gave it a three i'd give that probably about a six they'd be better off still building a pc be cheaper though much cheaper Mm. But then I, I suppose... guess when you look at the quest, when you look at the quest, and that's like two hundred, three hundred pound, mm, you can compare it to that and be a bit like, mm. <laughs> it's more well, expensive. Here's one of my examples: What happens to something's battery when you've got it plugged in all the time? Supposedly, it wears the battery down. It deteriorates. It's not supposed. It does actually happen, Steve. 
Um, and what happens when something that's got power is on for a long period of time? You get take high energy laptop, bills? For example. No, take the laptop, hot. for example. There you go. So this is literally just, you're going to have it plugged in all the time because it's only got two hours battery life. It's going to get super fucking hot. Things not going to last. Hmm. David? Uh, the, cool, the cooling ain't going to be that good, in it? No, I don't think so either. David, thoughts? Two thoughts. Um, well, no, you only, only get to... one. <laughs> okay. Well, going to what Luke was talking <laughs> about with the battery and the heat, I suppose that's if it's on all the time. But I feel like as a portable, kind of like the old PSP and the Vs, there must be a way you can quick stand by into it. Or at least I'm hoping so. Meaning it won't be on all the time, but if the battery's in all the time, then it probably will deteriorate. Uh there 100% will be a way to put on standby. If it doesn't have a way to put on standby, they shouldn't even sell it because everything can do that now. Yeah. Your phone like, does it by itself. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Exactly. I'm hoping they design point. it around like a smartphone. But the problem is you're talking gaming. People do not game for an hour and then put it away to let it cool down and charge. Low. Like... And say someone's really into their game and it's two hours in and then they get a notification saying, you have 3% battery life. Like you do with your phone, you get really panicked and you rush for a charger. That's what they're going to have to do with that. But they only get two hours. Um, like The thing is, good idea shouldn't have come out yet, uh, now. But is it, has, it been brought out, has it been brought out for the casual gamer though? Because it sounds it's, like it has. No, it's been brought out for gamer gamers. They promised like to run the, the latest AAA games. So, didn't you um, say, Luke, that it was two hours if it was like intensive or like a, a really demanding game? The yeah, yes, but the the problem is every game from now on is going to be demanding. Okay, not but every it's... game. No, they are, Steve. Well, even not like every game. Games... Not, not every yeah, exactly. Not every game is going to be a AAA suck the battery out of everything. Not every game is going to be like that gets invented. Some games aren't like that. You can play some game, indie games, for example, that come out. Not every single game is going to sap all the battery away. Yeah, but Steve, whenever someone talks about this, they're not talking about indie games. Thousands of indie games come out every day. Yeah, how do you know they're not talking about indie games? The, like, like Steam are selling this from AAA point of view. They are going on about how well it will run the the more intensive games that have had a ton of money poured into them and from now on we are going to have intensive games brought out all AAA games are going to struggle with this this is going to get super hot super quickly and the battery life is just going to blow i feel like if i got one though i'd probably use mine for a fairly decent amount of time just playing the older games like the visual novels yeah. or whatever else has come out that not that long like the legend of heroes series or like even older tales games and stuff like that I like that. Yeah. Nothing against you, David, but the thing with you is you either plan to or buy a bunch of shit that you never use. Okay, but I'm not really representative of everyone in that sense. There are people who enjoy (laughs) seeing games that I do that will be playing it for those reasons. To to, to be fair, Uh, just to interject. Just to interject, like, I, I, I agree with David because I think if I was to get one, I wouldn't be playing, like, my insanely high graphic demanding games because I've got my laptop for that. This would be for all the chill games where I just want to like absolutely chill out and just play the casual things and the old school games. That's 
that's the kind of vibe but, I'm getting from this. All right, I, I can respect that, but you can use your phone. Like the, the the much older games can emulate on the latest phones easy. Like yeah, but phone is too small of a screen for me to play a game properly. This this isn't going to be massive, Steve. It's going to be bigger than six inches. <laughs> it's going to be roughly about eight inches long, I think. Nine Wee. inches long. Wee. Would you be able to like plug it into a TV or something? Is there going to be an output? I can't remember. Plug it uh, yes, I believe there is because they. I'm pretty sure they did go for the Switch vibes for this. Because a really good usage scenario for me would be um. I go I go to France, say, and where my friend lives, her internet there is absolutely terrible. So I wouldn't be able to do the Steam Link thing. And plus, it's really far away anyway, so the latency would be horrible. But because on the Steam Deck, I believe you can download games to it. And then I'd be able to play, like, whatever library I was able to take over with me in an internetless location and still be okay you can. for as long as I'm there. Tra traveling other countries, yeah. Good idea, but once again, you're right. Like, say you did end up living with Alana for that long. Like, you were saying, like, four months or something, wasn't you? What the hell? Say you did. No idea. I'm all joined. But yeah, say you did. You, you'd still only get barely any time gaming on it each time. And the, the problem is, it's up to, like, eight hours is literally it just sitting there doing nothing. Eight hours is the maximum. So even on, let's say, a mid-tier game, and let's say you've cranked the graphics down to low, you don't know how long it's going to last. It might not be two hours, it might be three. So it might still not last that lot. I feel like three so hours you still is have to plug and charge it a lot. That's the big problem with it. Because of the battery life, you're going to have to plug it in a lot. And all that does is fuck the battery. Now, they haven't told us if you can remove and replace batteries in it. We don't know if you can take off the back. We don't know if, like, the MVME slot, if you can change that yourself or anything like that, or even if you opening up is going to avoid your warranty, which more than likely it will. Think about, like, Xbox-wise, if you open up your Xbox, you avoid the warranty. So that's probably going to be the case. But if that's not the case, then it's not going to be so much of a bad um, thing because... You could get better batteries, for example. You can have spare batteries for when it does deteriorate, and you can have a portable battery charger, so that way you're charging your battery on the go, and you're still able to use that without deteriorating the battery because your battery you've got it plugged in while gaming, if you get what I mean. If you can replace batteries in that way, then that would be absolutely amazing. I just want to go back to, like, do you remember the Vita? Especially, I'm specifically the second-generation Vita. You could play Final Fantasy X. I remember playing Final Fantasy X on that for way longer than two hours. So whatever they did for the battery life on that, if they could bring that kind of longevity to the stream deck, not necessarily for the AAA games, but let's take an RPG, for example. That would be great. That would do me fine. Like five, like, six hours. Um, Easy. They, they, they could do it if they upgraded it, but then I feel like they'd have to go... Like, probably the reason... <laughs> oh. I'm okay, don't worry. Okay. Um, <laughs> don't die. Mid-podcast. <laughs> probably the reason why it's got a two-hour battery life for gaming is because of what's inside it. Now, yeah, it's not as powerful as consoles or any uh, those or a gaming PC, but it is pretty powerful for a portable device. So the battery in it 
probably isn't that good for the amount of power they're requiring. Require, re, 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 you got this one <laughs> requiring oh, yeah. for this device, and that's why um, it's such a low battery life. They could upgrade it easily. I that's why I say it's a good idea, but they should have brought it out later on. They should mm. have worked on the nicks and crannies in it first before just building something. Going, that's it. Ship it now. Although talking about things like this, like didn't they try this before? They tried the steam machine or something, wasn't it? I'm not quite 100 percent sure what that was. That's a dishwasher. That more of a PC. Yeah, yeah that was that more was of a, a plug at home, put your monitor into it. Ah, oh, I remember okay, so that's that. a completely different thing. But that, yeah, as that far was as like I'm a... aware, failed completely, didn't it? Yeah, that yeah. was like a mini box that was a PC, and right. so it was still you plug in all of your accessories. Okay, well, going back to the stream deck then, I'm still kind of interested in getting one, like, especially as someone who mm. pre-COVID and hopefully post-COVID when things go slightly back to normal. Um, I would like to get one just because I do travel around a lot and I probably wouldn't be playing, like, massive games on it, but I don't know. What does everyone else think? Like, would you guys get one? It sounds like you oh, as a casual personally. gamer. Casual gamer, yes, I'd get one to casually game. For serious gaming, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy one. No, no point. Right. Got my laptop for that. All right. Yeah. Uh, now, I will not get one, and reason why is because when I travel, I can use my Switch. This stream deck doesn't have anything exclusive, so I've got no reason to get it. That's why I've got a Switch. I can use my Switch in portable gaming. And then I can play games properly at home on a gaming PC. I my Switch lasts longer than this, and it's got the same hertz screen, it's got the same resolution. So but you can't play all the games on the uh, stream deck that you can play on your Switch, can you? The stream deck can't play any of the games that I play on my Switch, Steve. But vice versa. I mean. Well, yeah, because that's a Nintendo Switch. Yeah, so I'm saying there's no point, but I'm saying, I'm kind of, you're saying there's no point, but my point is there is a point if you want to play games on the go on Steam. But I don't. That's fine I for want, you. I, I'm just saying I in play general. I my Nintendo Switch on the go when I go to That's fine for my... you. That's fine. That's fine. I know, it's the same Steve, personally. I, that's fine. I literally just said I can play my Nintendo Switch when I'm on the go and when I want to play my Steam stuff on my gaming PC at home. But what do you want to play your Steam stuff on the go? I don't. How do you know? Because I don't. I have never once wanted to. I've been able option. to game PC for like 10 years because I did have a gaming laptop beforehand that ended up a few years later being a shit gaming laptop. But I did have a gaming laptop before that as well. And I didn't even take my laptop anywhere, Steve. Okay. So just to sum up, Luke is anti-Steam Deck. David? I would get one if I couldn't afford a gaming laptop. That's a fair. Gaming that's a laptop, fair comment. If you think about how expensive gaming laptops can be, that's a pretty hefty investment. Whereas the stream Steam Deck is what four hundred pound, three hundred pound. So yeah, about the price of a console, and it's got it can ju it can run my games. Maybe not like as good as a gaming laptop could run them, but it can still run them. So I'd be interested in getting one for the travel, unless I was like a rich kid. Oh, if I was a rich kid, yeah, I'd buy one. If I had four hundred pounds to just throw out my window, I'd buy one. If you was a rich girl, yeah, because obviously some people are gonna buy it for bragging rights. Yeah. 
It's going to be interesting to see how the situation changes after it's officially released. Like, people get their hands on it, they test it, they see how it works, see how long it actually lasts compared to the claims that have been thrown around about it. So I think that'll be they, quite interesting. They, they did say that you could install your own operating system on it as well, didn't they? Because yeah. it comes with a Steam operating system. I think I read somewhere, potentially you would be able to put in your own SSDs, but they were like, you really shouldn't. But then didn't Zony say the same thing about PlayStations? Yeah. Yeah, so for me, I'd get it if it was a, uh, if I was casual gaming, I'd get it. But that's um, because it opens up the whole world of PC games while I'm on the go. Um, although some people can do it with their laptop and PC turned on at home, that's not the majority of people. So I think for most people, this would be like revolutionary. I don't think it's going to be revolutionary. I You want to go, bro? I do get <laughs> what you're saying, but this is not going to be revolutionary at all. Um, to you? No, I get, I get that. in general. I think to people, it, I think to some people it will be. People that want to play PC games on the go, to some people that will be revolutionary. Right, so I think we've come to a clear line between everyone where, Steve, I can see you wouldn't mind getting it for casual gaming. Luke, you're not as interested in it, and that's fine. You've got your own opinion. We're going to come back to this topic because Omar's here, but he's not here. So I do want to ask him his opinion on it at some point. So adding on to that, I did say that it's a very good idea. It's just not done correctly. Essentially, it's not. They should have waited for a while, right? Maybe they they should have given it a couple more years. Yeah. Okay, which is a fair enough opinion to have. And yes, like Halo I... Infinite. <laughs> Do you think that's not? Really... Oh, wait, is Infinite even out? Nope. It's actually in the same situation as Infinite. This is either going to do really well, or it's going to be absolute dog shit. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> uh, just uh, just to clarify, this is made by Steam, right? Uh, is the Steam not... Deck made by Steam? I, yeah. I don't think it's it's not made by the Steam team. Steam dude, like the people that made the uh, retail site on the PC aren't the ones that created this. They'll have their own team that they've put together to create it. But yes, it is a Steam console. It's by the same company. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. KFC. <laughs> I was just about to say, we'll come back to this team deck in a little while because I do want to ask Omar about his opinions. But let's move on to the KFC console, which I know almost nothing about except that it will keep my chicken warm as I'm gaming. So, okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll start the first point. It's going to play, play the uh, KFC visual novel 240 FPS. <laughs> I really want to play it. I've actually got that installed, but I haven't touched it yet. Steve, do you know, did you know there was a KFC game? Um, I knew I heard about it because Luke likes KFC and he was telling me about it once before. But um, I don't know what it does besides, like, oh, it keeps your KFC warm. You can play games on it. So is it basically a PC that keeps your chicken warm? It's. Uh, let me see if I can find a picture quickly for you so you can see it. Um, it's, it actually looks so kind of cool. Like it does. It just look. You know the air fryer, Steve. It looks like one of those. Okay, but it's actual proper <laughs> it's PC. <not> like. <laughs> It's a console. It's got like a graphics card in it and everything. Yeah, it's got like a graphics yeah, card. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's got... actually got some strong stuff in it from what I was reading. What, like 20, um, 2070 or something? It's got a 30 series. It's a... Oh. Yeah. So is it just a PC with a KFC bit, basically? It's, it's a PC. Kind of... KFC didn't make this. They got a 
a okay. PC um, site, kind of like CyberHow, that builds PCs for people and got them to build a console for them that, that had a drawer that kept stuff hot. Okay. That's kind of cool, though. How much is it? Uh, uh, I have no idea how much it's going to cost. Um, yeah, I have no idea either. I don't think we've got a price. There was a rumor no, that's going to cost no... like... Oh, hello, Emma. So there's uh, currently no actual price. Uh, there is a range. No, that's something Before completely different. You say it is range, no price. I want to guess that it's going to be about eight hundred quid. It will. Pro- I was wrong. There, there is no range. Uh, the site's okay. crap. I, I reckon it's um, going to cost somewhere between six fifty to eight fifty. It just yeah, sounds like a PC. Just yeah. PC. Essentially, so. Um, We'll finish this one. Um, whilst it's technically a PC made by Coolmaster in partnership with KFC, the really cool thing is not just a chicken drawer, but also a changeable uh, GPU. I did hear you can hot swap the GPU, which was quite a yeah. cool feature, which will keep it like relevant for longer. You can you can change a GPU around, so a PC. Yeah, yeah it's basically yeah. a PC. Okay. KFC PC. Yes. Yep. But they're calling it a console. Ah, that's just a world of confusion. <laughs> that is actually interesting. Would it have a Windows operating system? Steve. Or will it have its yes. own operating system? Hmm. See the picture I sent in the chat. No, I have a look. So maybe it's going to be like you a KFC a operating system. No, I'll it's go through the. Be, um... it, it'll be you can put your own OS on it. Okay, now I'm looking at the picture. I can see why I'm going to buy one. Yeah, it looks like a Friday Yeah, I'm buying one. I'll go over the spectral KF console. I'm already sold. That looks amazing. (laughs) It's pretty cool. It's a really cool color scheme as well, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a hot hot pot, but it's a gaming computer and it has chicken in it. Oh my God. Chicken is sold separately. Oh, yeah, you have to go buy your own chicken. Wait, it doesn't come with chicken? In... Oh, what? What if you no, grab sorry. people's asses with chicken? Maybe maybe you can do like a combo <laughs> where if you buy, for every console you buy, you get some chicken. Maybe. Maybe that's the um, uh, Founders Edition. Oh, man. Founders Edition, six months of unlimited KFC. Oh. <laughs> so let me go through the specs real quick, quick for this. It's going to be VR ready. No way. I'm getting, that's I'm getting this... I'm getting this all off of uh, Game Revolution. Yeah, GameRevolution.com right now. Make sure you give it's it back. VR... I'll, I'll hand it back in a bit. <laughs> it's, it's VR ready, um, but they haven't revealed what the compatible headsets are yet. So that's that's to be determined. It will have ray tracing. Yep. If uh, that's where you fan out and be like, ah, or not. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it will be cap- it's good oh fuck it's uh high frame rate gameplay so it's going to have 240 f- frames per second well the thing is or... that they are this site that you're talking about it is just saying what kfc have said themselves the problem is 4k resolution 240 hertz is all down to your monitor oh yeah of course you uh, need a 240 hertz 4k uh, display they should just but, tell us the fucking specs. Tell us what GPU it is, what CPU it is. I know we know what CPU it is, 
but they should I'm just tell it. us the specs. Well, this is the specs that KFC have told you, told everyone. So unless KFC says, well, unless you your go. monitor can't handle it, then... Well, that's the problem. But... It's not going to come with a monitor, so you need a monitor. No. Um, no. But they've that's... literally only told us the CPU, the storage, and they've only told us that Asus is making a GPU for them. But we don't yeah, know. I'm buying it. It is. I'm buying it. Well, that's the thing. The GPU is hot swappable. So yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter. It can be Asus or NVIDIA or whoever. Yeah. I don't know, no, whoever that, else. That is true, but obviously it's got to have something in it right away that can do 4K to 40 hertz. To, to be fair, I yeah. don't care. It has KFC in it. Like, at the end of the day... It, <laughs> it doesn't it, have it, KFC in it. Well, it's going to. Eventually, so yeah. it when you put it in there. You can yeah. put your own chicken nuggets in it. Fucking yeah. So, oh, like, yeah. I'm buying one. How much is it? 800 quid? Bargain. Keep my chicken warm. Probably. It won't be coming oh. out till probably next year. Next but yeah, year? Um, what? So it, 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 it sounds like a PC, but you've got to remember, it is a console. It won't come with a monitor, and you will be plugging it into a TV. That's fine. <laughs> you could plug it into a monitor, yeah. It is a um, PC. It's the, the console aspect of it is because, obviously... It's a marketing You're thing. Buying... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's okay, the same way as catchy. Yeah. As long as it plugs in and warms my chicken, I don't care. Pretty much. Uh, it is going to have the an Intel NUC, Intel yeah, NUC9 NUC. Extreme Compute Element CPU, which means nothing to me. Um, it will have two terabytes of storage, two separate... Seagate Barracuda one terabyte SSD, yeah, and then <clears throat> chicken chamber. Oh, so yeah. they, they haven't told us much about what's inside it, we just know that it's going to have chicken have the capability of 4K or 240 hertz with a chicken drive. I'd love yeah. to know what is actually in it. If I had to guess, I think the GPU is going to be the equivalent of an RTX 3070. It'll yeah, probably be, it'll be a baseline. Yeah. And I'm pretty, wasn't it what, what they uh, mentioned about the way that they're having their chicken draw work as well? Is the rerouting all of the heat inside the PC into that drawer as well? That's clever. That makes, yeah, I like that. Using the heat from the graphics cards for something. From the Yeah. But. Did you guys see how it was announced? KFC PC. Hmm? Right. Did, did you see how uh, KFC announced that they're bringing out a console? I didn't see the nice. announcement. I just know everyone thought it was a big joke in the beginning. I yeah, it, it was on, just... Uh, on what? I saw it on Twitter at one point. Oh. Yeah, yeah they, they just tweeted it saying the console wars are over. Yeah, With a little... Yeah. Um, well, it'll definitely be more powerful than the other consoles. So, yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> You're going super robotic, by the way, Omar. You have been, like, cutting in and out the entire time, but we could make out what you were saying. No, sorry. Not the entire no, just time. Like... Just uh, when, when, it, when you just choose on a light bulb, that's all. Are you dropping my don't, dinner, Tate? Don't do that at home, kids. Don't chew on light bulbs. All right, so... 
Let's just quickly touch back on a topic before so Omar can get his word in before we move on. Stream deck. I wouldn't get I wouldn't get Steam Deck. You wouldn't get one. Have you got a reason why? Or I don't even use my uh, Switch. It's uncharged sitting on my desk. I don't type Yeah, it. but what if you want to play your Steam games portable? Really, I wouldn't. Steve right now. Just like, yeah, just <laughs> like you, I wouldn't. I got a, I got a decent enough PC to play games, which I'm going to yeah. be updating within the year, so I'm just yeah, not going to be wasting yeah. my money. Yeah, exactly. yeah, because when you want to play those Steam games and you're out and out of your mates, it's good to have that desktop PC in your pocket. Yeah, you don't... but... I'm, I'm going to take a £400 portable device to a pub. I'm not even going to take oh, my Switch to a pub. Why not? Because you won't have it at the end of the night. I would. No, we hang out here. If we all went to like a mate's house and we're all like PC gaming nerds, I'd take mine. I'll yeah, but mine. think about it. if we uh, gen generally if we if like friends, and there are other groups of friends that are like ours. If you go around someone's console, you'll be smashing on fucking Tekken, Smash Party, or whatever. You'll be sitting around playing on the PCs. You'll be I drinking, feeling shit. If you're super nerds, people set up LAN parties, which is just a bunch of, uh, a row of fucking PCs. Yeah. Hell yeah. I feel like there's a area between the casual, let's just play Tekken and Smash Party, and then the LAN party nerds. There's an area in between that where people would be using these things, though. Totally agree with you, David, and that's called a Steam Deck. Yeah. Maybe not here. I mean, either... Maybe it's an idea that's more popular in other countries, like uh, America, maybe, or Japan might be going crazy about this because they love their portable devices. But it's going to be interesting to see how it's different over the world. Um, I'd like to throw something else in the mix of this conversation, which is um, with COVID, obviously, it's a thing. Um, the idea mm -hmm. of going places and having portable things, that's not very hot on, the, on, on people's lists right now. So mm. is it going to sell well? Hmm, maybe not, because everyone's more or less at home and with their own like powerful computers. That's another reason to say, at the moment, it's a really shitty time to bring it out. That's a good point. Although the thing's calming down, maybe... Because it's not out yet. When's it supposed to come out? End of next year, um, roughly. Oh, end next of next year? year? Oh, it might be all right then. You'll, yeah, you'll be able... They'll, uh, fuck. Uh, Valve, not Steam. Steam's not the company. Valve will be starting to send orders for invita uh, invitation orders, no, order invitations, by the end of this year. So by December, you'll be able to start reserving and ordering the whatever the hell it is. Um, as long as you're in the United States, Canada, European Union, or the United Kingdom. So Japan might be crazy before handheld devices, but they ain't getting this. God, all right. <laughs> Interesting choice. I think it's mostly because it's an American company and American things don't go over well in Asia. No, but then they have been doing a lot better over the past few years. Like the person that took over Microsoft tried to really repair relationships with Japan, for example. Isn't the um, Xbox the best-sold console in Japan currently? I thought it was the opposite. Yeah. I thought they really didn't like the Xbox in Japan. No, that they, was... they didn't 
a long time ago. But yeah, it wouldn't when surprise I was me if the Xbox is doing better now because Microsoft have been trying to repair relationships with them because it was whoever no. was the CEO before was just an absolute cock end. That's like the whole reason why crossplay hasn't happened till like till properly maybe a year ago. Before that, there was like a few games. But that's because back in Xbox 360 and PS3, um, PS3 was asking for crossplay, and the CEO was being an absolute prick to the CEO of PlayStation. So they didn't. And that's PlayStation basically got the back on them when PS4 came out. But that's why it's taken so long, because the old CEO for Microsoft was just an asshole. That sounds about right. So the new the new... They're trying to repair their relationship with everyone now. So it wouldn't surprise me if Japan are now more accepting of Xbox. I think I read a couple of years ago it was one of the best settings. I might be remembering wrong, to be fair. Um, Maybe, but it's definitely going to have more sales over there now than it did five years yeah. ago. But yeah, Steam Deck, no, I'm with Luke. I wouldn't fucking buy it. I mean, I've got a PC, whatever. So I'm going to throw one more question out for everyone in regards to the Steam Deck before we move on again. But um, saying money was no object, so it didn't matter. Like You had all the money in the world. Would you get one then? Sure. Well, yeah, yes, yes, because I'd be Steve? buying like, one of everything in the world. <laughs> but if money was I should probably reword it to if money was no object, no object but you're only allowed to spend it on the Steam Deck <laughs> a house a Lamborghini a Bugatti I can't drive and never will be able to drive but I'd have a full driveway of cars so you would buy it but I, never I use a, it I, I actually have a, I have a point about supercars I'll make in a minute um, even with money without not being an object in this scenario I still wouldn't get one no, I wouldn't. Like, I got the Switch as a present. I've used it, but I don't anymore. Like, I can't be asked. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, especially with the two oh, battery life, like two to eight hours. But if you're playing a high end game, you've got to have it plugged in the whole time. You might as well just use a PC. That's fair enough. All right. I think. We figured out what the opinions are for everyone, and we've had some pretty interesting debate about the Steam Deck. And was there anything else anyone wanted to say about the KFC console before we move on? Because we're about 45 minutes in, and we need to move on to the last topic pretty soon. Well, I absolutely love what KFC is doing, trying to be a part of absolutely everything. Mm. I'm a big fan of the One other time, Omar? Sorry, I just said I'm a big fan of the Colonel. Colonel, okay, whatever. that's good. Luke, you were saying something? All I was saying is uh, KFC did it with Genshin as well. Like they're trying to become a part of everything, and I think it's brilliant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the tie in They there, didn't, they did. Was that like did you get world over? Because I thought that was only like in Asia they did that. Luke? I've got no idea, honestly. Oh, okay. Can... Oh, I'm a religion, you quite bad. <laughs> can, you, can you hear me? Yeah, yep. there we go. Um... <laughs> Fucking Christ. <laughs> we can hear you, and now he's just completely gone. Can you hear me? Uh, it's not great. 
It doesn't. Hey. <laughs> There's a airplane overhead. <laughs> Dishwasher is just like expanding water. You're, you're just going super robotic. That's the problem. I mean, I can edit all this out in the end, so it doesn't matter. So it'll still sound natural after this, but my god, you sound bad. I mean, you can leave it in. No, edit it out. Mm. Almost... There he is. Oh, hello. Yeah, you sound alright now. Right, so. What was I going to say? <laughs> it's like you're fine for about five seconds. Right, well, whilst he figures out his problems, Steve, did you have any opinion, last opinions on the KFC console, except for the fact that it does chicken? The colonel has been slaughtering chickens for about 100 years, so as a vegan, I'm very against it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that you talking, or are you representing someone? No, I'm just saying, as a vegan, I really don't like that. Okay, all right, interesting. Really? Would you still buy it? Would you still buy buy the console? Bro, I'm a vegan. Shut up. So no KFC console for you? Absolutely not. He's eating okay. a burger right now while saying this. Okay. But actually, considering I'm the opposite to that, absolutely, I really look forward to eating some tasty chicken. <laughs> You're so confusing, hey. Steve. Did we tell you, uh, just quickly before we move on to the next subject, I'm going to be really quick with it. Did we tell you um, when Richard first told us about when he wanted to go vegan, we were having a barbecue, and he was currently eating a beef burger when he was saying it's really wrong to eat animals? Wasn't that in the Lost Garden? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. No. And we were freezing oh, no. our yes. Does this yeah. matter? Oh, yeah, your voice is better, yeah. Good, because I'm on the PC now. Okay. Uh, so last subject, working from home. Steve, you yeah. can start off. Okay, so I guess the subject from working from home, I should start it off by saying I'm working from home. Who's next? <laughs> There's no opinion on what's that like? How's it affecting your schedule? Oh, it's fucking like? amazing. No, it's amazing. Working from home is goddamn beautiful. I woke up this morning, and instead of putting on clothes, I took them off. And I started right, before, working. Before Wonderful. Steve actually continues, maybe we should do this. David, are you working from home, or, or are you working work-work? David I'm doesn't working. work. I do work. I'm working from home. Omar, are you working from home or do you go out to work? I go out to work. And I go Wait. out to work. We've got so we've got two people working split. from home. Yeah, two people working from home, two people that go out to work. And Steve, yeah. you can continue about how much you enjoy working from home. Well, I've really only had one day of working from home and it was today. But I woke up, took clothes off, started working. Actually, I put my 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 PJs on and just I sat on my chair, booted up my PC, and uh, started getting paid. Really, I had Netflix on in the background. <laughs> my my dog was fighting around, so sitting on my lap kind of thing. And yeah, there's just no pressure from anyone. You can go on your phone if you want to go on your phone. Uh, if you want to have something nice to eat when you're at home, you just pop something in the oven rather than buying something stupidly expensive when you're out or something unhealthy. Um, the stress feels way less because you're in your comforts of your own home. And uh, honestly, I could probably go on with a lot more positives, but we'll leave it there. So I'm well for working at home. I've had, obviously, just one last thing to clarify. 
I have worked a lot of jobs in the past for many years, not working from home. Um, and I have had a job working from home in the past as well, but not as much. Working from home, hell yeah, less stress, more peace, more free time, no travel, better food, better living, happier mind. I could keep going. I've said my piece. And he said he had no energy at all. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Steve, so comparing it to the last two weeks, you was working in an office the last two weeks, weren't you? That is correct. Compare it to that. Did you hate going into the office compared? No, it was nice because I got to see people face to face, but it was only nice for a short amount of time. Whereas from home, I could see a long term happening and not being pissed off and miserable and hating my life. Whereas going in, I feel like I would get like that. That's me personally. It might not be for everybody. Okay. Now, David. I did have an interesting question actually before I go with mine to Steve. Um, Yeah. How do they monitor your productivity? And I'll explain the reasons why afterwards, but do they uh, expect you to do a certain amount of work in a certain amount of time? Or are they constantly monitoring your systems to see that you're actually working? Like, how does it work exactly? He wants to work breaks. (laughs) So basically, there's two monitors I have at home. One, One monitor on my laptop. And uh, on one of them, it shows the screen of everybody who's working and what status they're in. For example, waiting for a phone call or currently taking a phone call or an incoming phone call or doing a live chat or something like that. And basically, as long as the phones are being answered, as long as there's nothing waiting to be done, if there's no work coming in, then you don't do any work. You just chill. And that's how they monitor what you're doing. If they can see you're sitting on, uh, I don't know, like pause or comfort break for too long or you're fighting around in a certain state as not ready to take phone calls that's how they monitor you i thought you were going to say something different than when you said pause (laughs) pause (laughs) that's quite so there's really no pressure because um one of my other friends uh he worked for a different company and he started that job working from home as well but the monitoring situation they had for him was a lot more intense and rigorous um, I think it recorded like the amount of uh, keystrokes you were tump- uh, punching into the computer, like how many calls you were making per hour. It's a different type of job. Um, I believe they were a recruitment agency of some kind, so they were constantly like expected to make phone calls and stuff like that. But it was a different sense of working from home. It sounds sounds like, like a shitty job. Work. He didn't like it. He left not that long after. Found a better job now, thank God. But yeah, it sounds like not every working from home experience is the same. So just to clarify, your experience is a lot more relaxed and manageable, I guess you could say. It doesn't feel like work. Let's put it that way. It just feels very just just easy and relaxed. Yeah, that's how it feels. Okay, that's quite interesting. Um, With my experience of working from home, because I'm in a different kind of job as well, like I'm self-employed and I'm developing games and I'm, you know, doing like artwork and stuff. And what I'm supposed to be doing is writing stories. But as I'm working on a test, that's not moving at all. But that's book one. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But it does kind of highlight a lot of issues that might come up with working from home, especially as someone who's self-employed, because the idea is you can make it work if you're self-disciplined, self-motivated. And 
and deal with long stretches of time where you don't have any human contact whatsoever. And I think that's one of the dangers of working from home where you can essentially go full cabin fever and go crazy. And there's been a few times where I've gone through a period where like, shit, I haven't left my house in a month. I haven't seen another human except for my grandma in about two months. Uh, I can, think I'm losing can I interject? My yeah, go for it. I just want to say that um, for me, just personally, everyone's situation is different. But because I live with my partner, Laura, and I have my dog, I don't get that feeling of, oh, crap, I haven't seen anyone face to face. I, I don't get that feeling. Just wanted yeah. to give you my view on that. Which is interesting because, yeah, there is a different view, especially with the dog as well, because um, you got to walk a dog like twice a day at least or forces you out. You exactly. It does force you out of the house, whereas there's no reason necessarily for me to leave the house unless I want beer or something. But if I've got no beer money, I'm not leaving the house. Uh, then, you just order it. <laughs> or do that, yes. But um, He does order it, yeah. Yeah. But for some people, they might not be able to handle that too well. Like, at the moment, I reckon I can deal with it. It's fine. I'm totally happy, chilling by myself, talking to people on Discord or whatever. But there'll be people who might fall into a spiral of loneliness or negative emotions, which is... They need some... the interaction. Yeah, they definitely do. And I think that was a problem like when COVID was at its peak with the lockdown and everything. But now, I guess they can go outside and do whatever they want. But for me, I'm still going to be staying inside, working on my stuff. And maybe that's an introverted thing. I'm a little bit introverted, so maybe that works to my benefit. Um, whereas mm. to an extrovert, maybe not. But yeah, those are my experiences working from home. I mean, it's good that I don't have to answer to anyone. I really enjoy that aspect of it. I can take my own holidays. I can pay myself when I want, essentially. Um, and there's no stress to deal with unless I'm like falling behind on a deadline or something like that. I much prefer that flexibility. Except you're not certain where your money's coming from. And I think that's one of the main issues being self-employed and working from home. You're not sure when your next paycheck is coming in. So financial stability takes a hit, but otherwise it's good. It gives you freedom. And I think I prefer freedom over stability. And I'd just like to add to this quickly. David does order in beer and there was one point he ordered in beer <laughs> well he went to order beer and he was like okay this looks really bad just ordering alcohol i'll add some <laughs> bread and milk to it uh, but that was one time and to be fair my grandmother needed bread so i thought why not and everyone was like nah you just you made it to look better you did do it i made yourself look better but my nan really did need bread as well it like, actually makes it look worse so it'd be interesting to hear the two people's opinions that go into work and hear their perspective on it. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'll start. I'll just take over real quick. Um, here's the thing. It. Both me and Luke work in kitchens. We're both basically chefs. At least I have to sign a book saying I'm a chef. If it was possible for me and Luke to do our jobs from home and still get paid, we fucking would. <laughs> oh, really? Especially Luke, he has to deal with actual customers. I have to deal with other workers who are dealing with customers. I don't know what one's yeah. worse. Hmm. And I think, like, um, working from home, that's mostly, that's, unless you're self-employed, that's all office work. So things like first-line support or what you're doing is uh, calling out technicians and stuff like that. I'm not sure what that counts as. Uh, admin work yeah 
things like that you can easily do them from home uh same as like richard his job can easily easily be done at, at home with the occasional popping into the office to fix physical things okay so if you could work from home you would basically oh hell yeah okay that's interesting like, like shit i'll cook your lasagna come here and pick it up yeah why can't um... that be a thing it's interesting actually because one of the co- colleagues I used to work with at the restaurant at Thai Square, um, when that all shut down for COVID reasons, and at some point she set up a little thing from home where she was making Thai food and then like packaging it up in a way that could be delivered and then was delivering it. She was cooking it in her kitchen and then delivering it to clients that she found on Facebook or wherever. So there's a way to do it. It sounds a bit some... complicated. Something I can add to that. There's also a Chinese lady in where I live that has in done China, it. and she makes Chinese food. She doesn't deliver it; people go pick it up from her. Yeah, that's so, so good. She she gets a lot of money for it. I've actually got friends myself that buy from her regularly. You should um, do that. It it works really well when it's Asian cuisine because Asian cuisine is very hard to cook right should i say it's very hard to cook right unless you learn how to cook it from uh, people from the country yeah and having people that cook it authentically here works that's why thai food will work chinese food will work uh, japanese food will work anyone that can cook those authentically would be able to make a little thing like that now as much as i like yoma italian food <laughs> Not so much. I know, I know. It, it's fucking pasta. What do you want? Yeah, yeah, it's still um, nice. And then... This is not my favourite food. Uh, hold on, just to, you, Italian food don't work very well for that. True, there is actually a place on a place on Just Eat that just sells pasta, and it's doing pretty de- decently. Yeah, different types nice. of pasta though. Oh yeah, different types, and it's in little pots. Oh, okay, that's quite interesting. Like. It, uh, I say little pots, but it's not little pots like you go as or Tesco's or, or Boots and you get that tiny little portion of pasta. It's bigger than that. I haven't ordered it because I am Italian and I'll cook my own damn pasta. But a lot of people are lazy and they won't. So, um, Do you put oil in Luke, your pasta, Omar? No, don't say don't this. this. <laughs> I actually said that with my mic off. <laughs> Luke, 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 Luke. Moving on very swiftly. Uh, your opinion about working in face-to-face going somewhere to work what do you think about that is your views different to ours like do you think it's better or what do you think now the only thing that i'll give working with people is it helps my anxiety of not liking i still don't like being around people but i can be around people now yeah the only thing is help with that's interesting other than that it is utter shite Yes, love it I get way too much put on to me and it's not like if someone's like, say I am being a little slow and shit's going wrong. All I've got to do is send them a fucking email and say, look, this is what's happened. But bear with me. Give me two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I get a manager come up to me screaming at me. I get customers, customers coming up to my kitchen door and having a go at me for not getting their shit out quickly when I'm working by myself. It's, yeah. Oh God, I it's not. It's not, not not fun in the slightest, especially when I have to do everything by myself. What about commutes? What about commute? Commuting? Does that bother you? Commuting. I 
Yeah, like oh, so for me and David, there's zero obviously commute, but for you, it's different. So, what about the commuting? Does that bother you? Um, not so much. It's a half hour bus ride. It's not too bad. And then that costs money as well, doesn't it? Obviously. Yeah. Which mm. I need to get off my lazy ass and sort myself out a free bus pass. Yeah. So it's... I feel like kind of overall working from home sounds really good from what I'm hearing from everybody. But you can't Sorry. always do it from home. And from it's home good for your thing. Uh, yeah, I think so too. But obviously, like you say about mental health, like seeing people, I mean, that's got pluses and negatives, right? People being balanced to you, that's not good for your mental health. But actually just being out and mixing, yeah, that is good for your mental health. So maybe that's something me and David won't be getting as much. But um, I was going to yeah, raise that I point, th- actually. Um, one of the, I, I did mention it before, but one of the negatives about what we're doing is that we won't be going out as much and that we might take a knock on our mental health at some point. We might end up going crazy at some point, Steve. If not, we've gone crazy already. Like, but yeah, it, it's something we, we need to be aware of. You you guys are all right though. Like David, you've got people that will invite you out, and you'll go out with them. You disappeared from us for three days to go see Ryan. Um, <laughs> Steve, like you do go out, and Steve Steve does that as well. Like Chris invited him out, and Steve went out to go see Chris. Mm. Like you guys do still go out and socialize. Yeah, so you get to stay. Majority of the time, you get to stay in the comfort of your home when you work yeah. if you're dealing with an rc customer you're at home yeah you put the phone down on him fuck him yeah it's <laughs> hmm. i don't think you can do that well you shouldn't do that but you can definitely make him go on hold for a very long time <laughs> yeah just say, oh, i'm just going to speak to my manager really quickly about your problem press hold and yeah. never go back on press hold go for a nice shit get paid for it and then come back oh you still there up hold again hang on sorry they haven't picked up yet I think the um, problem Luke was describing, that's a extreme hospitality and retail problem. Because I know like people yeah. work in shops, they get that same problem. There's a whole subreddit full of all these kinds of problems. I mean, IT, IT technicians and people like that, they get the same problems as well. But you don't have to have the physical contact with those ourselves that come up. It, it is easier. I will absolutely admit. Some people say it's easier to see someone face to face because you can actually engage in their reaction and body language. Whereas on the phone, you don't see that. But personally, it's a bit like I would rather just deal with someone on the phone, even if they're raging. It doesn't bother me because I can't even see them. They can't get me. Do you know what I mean? I'm not worried about it. I don't care. Plus, you can yeah. just the phone. Sorry? So on the problem, you really cut out then, Mark. Sorry, I was saying, plus you can just move the phone away from your ear so you don't hear them as loudly. Yeah, yeah. And, and out of sight, out of mind, pretty much. Like, yeah. Gone. See, yeah. In person, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, it was only probably a couple of months ago, someone tried to shoplift. And when he was stopped by security, he went and punched the security in his face. Like, that type of stuff can happen whenever you could literally just. People can get agitated by the slightest things, and you don't know how they react from that agitation. That's why. Like getting caught, like getting caught shoplifting. Yeah. (laughs) You pissed me off. You caught me, you dick punch. I have a little story. Okay. So, um, as, as you guys know, and obviously any anyone that's listening that doesn't know us doesn't know this. So I quit my job at the as a chef, in brackets. Um, went on to do uh, fast food for two weeks. Quit that because of shit. Then I went 
uh, started working in retail. Now, in the shop I was working for, apparently it is not allowed to stop people from shoplifting. So about my third week in, I hear shouting, and suddenly there's this guy running with a full basket of meat products, just screaming, what are you going to do now? Just straight past the tills, legging it at full speed. I yeah, that. Um, um, you you firstly. The the only people that can even stop them are security, and even then, security do not have to. Um, yeah, security are just supposed to put the fear of shoplifting there, so people don't. But uh, they are advised not to actually stop people for their safety. Yeah, because you never know; they might be packing something. Yeah. Plus get, their, get, 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 their, get their face on camera and report them to the police, basically, right? Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty much it, yeah. yeah. Plus, security is just there to scare you because apparent, like, studies have been done that apparently you are less likely to steal something if you know you're being watched. Yeah, that's true. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to the security guards at one point, and one of them was explaining to me that they see so many people shoplift, but it's very rare that they actually stop people. Like the children are like the only people that they actually stop because children will just—they're just being stupid. They know they're being stupid. They'll give you what they shoplift and just fuck off. And I guess it's unlikely but, a child is going to pull out a knife and jank you with it. I'm sorry. I thought you lived in London. Well, okay. There's exceptions everywhere, but <laughs> um, it's. You you don't know what an adult's going to have. You don't know how they're going to react. Even if you're bigger than that guy, he could just have... It doesn't even need to be like a knife knife. It could be one of the one and a half inch pocket knives that can still do serious damage. Oh yeah, with enough force and like the right place, it'll do a lot of damage. So they, they were literally just saying it's not worth stopping people. Nah. Back onto the working from home topic real quick. Um... Steve, as this is, you said you worked a job working from home once before. You've been mm. out of the game for a little while. Yeah. What, what about your girlfriend's position in this? I'm not going to name her just because I don't know. She might not want to be named, but she was working in an office and then, because of the pandemic, moved to working from home. What's mm. her position in this? What? How does she feel about working from home compared to she, working in office? Didn't they ask people if they want to go back to the office, Steve? So uh, basically, we'll call her um, patience. Oh. Patience, <laughs> patience. <laughs> she needs a lot of it to deal with you. So there we go. Exactly. So patience um, was working about thirteen years in London, basically. So like an hour, hour and a half commute, uh, and all of a sudden, yeah, with COVID, she had to work from home. Um, she absolutely loves it and doesn't want to go back. And now, actually, she has to go in tomorrow. They've actually told her to come in tomorrow, just for one day. Really doesn't want to go back, but um, she she she's loved to swap over, and maybe that's partly because she's with me and Stanley. She's happy. Whereas when she was, when she was going to and playing gears, when she was uh, working in London, she was living on her own. So you know, not as nice to come back home to, I suppose. Um, so she's absolutely fantastically loved the transition and does not want to transition back. And um, her her offices they've they've sold one of their massive buildings off because the company doesn't actually. Well, I don't think they really want people back as much as they used to before. The people don't want to be there. The company don't want you there. 
no one wants anyone anywhere besides at home and away from everyone because everyone's actually more productive as well from home so didn't we have a conversation about this not too long ago i think when i was talking to you and lauren you mentioned that they did ask people if they wanted to go back to the office and like a small only a small fraction said yes yeah this and the small fraction were those with kids other than that those about were pretty much no thanks uh i won't do an hour and a half traveling to and then another hour and a half from uh no thanks i don't want to catch covid no thanks i don't want to mix with you because we don't like you i don't like people a lot of people don't like people um and yes i will wake up two hours later and put my slippers on and go to work yeah so again i'm so like for working from home so i'm I'm very biased but it's because i just think it's fantastic honestly we're I've all, answered your all, question. Four of us are four working from home, you know. In, yeah. our, in our friend group, like the main one that's on this on our discords, we're all for it. There's like seven, six, seven of us. We're all for working from home. Yeah, and although COVID sucks and has ruined lots of people's lives, because it definitely has, it has also changed the world with working from home because there's never been anywhere near as much of it. I certainly wouldn't have this job right now if it wasn't for COVID. So, yeah, it's changed the world. In lots yeah. of ways. Omar, Jack actually said he hated working from home and wanted to go back to the office. I think it's because of the group he works with. He really likes them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Jack said that. Um, I think it also depends on how long you're working from home for. If you're doing it a week at home, a week in the office, then I think you'll be fine. Um, in Jack's case, it, I think he is because like, after work, they'd all go to the pub. Um I think during work, they'd probably all hang out, chat shit all day, all, every day. Yeah, Jack's one of the very few people I've heard say that he absolutely loves his job. And the only reason why he left was because it wasn't enough money. Yeah, and also he's moving up north. Yeah, I think that's more the reason. He moved up north because of not getting the promotion. They, he, he said, if he got the promotion, he wouldn't have moved. He, they, they kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off, and he needed the money. Yeah, that's the problem with smaller companies. Yeah, it definitely is, definitely with smaller companies. They dangle the carrot constantly in front of you and never actually give it to you. Yeah, exactly. Or if they do, they give you a really shit piece of it. Yeah, it's like um, my manager, my kitchen manager. He recent. There's been a change in management at the place I work. He recently got a raise. How much do you think a manager should get? Roughly, per hour. Uh, How long have they been a manager? Uh, About three, four years. Probably not much more than a worker. Probably like like 19, 20 grand a year. I think that's, oh, grand. Uh, Probably 22, 23 grand. Well, I know entry level managers only get like sixteen, seventeen a year. That's below minimum wage, so yeah. I don't think so. No, it's not. It is for full time hours. Yeah. Yeah, That's... man. Minimum wage has gone up loads uh, recently. You've got to remember that. Minimum wage for here in England, because there might be international listeners. Here in England, for for twenty one and over, minimum wage is eight pound ninety one. Per hour. Yeah. I think it's doing... 25 and over, isn't it? As well. Mm. Like... No, no, no. Actually, and if, you... And over, and but... if you work 40 hours, uh, 40 hours a week, that's 18 and a half grand a year. 
So let's say roughly how much you think a manager that's been at the same job being a manager for about four years should get roughly per hour. Per hour? You should probably be on like £14, £13, £14, I think. Yeah, at least. That seems fair, you know. He gets less than a pound more than me. I'm on minimum wage. Damn. What? You're on 891. Why does he get less than you? That's illegal. No, he gets less than a pound worth more than me. Oh, sorry. So he's on like he 950. He's on 975, roughly, as a manager. All I can say is it's retail, and retail are stingy as fuck. Yeah. So here's a warning. If you're young, work in retail, you learn experience, you learn how to deal with people. Once you're over a certain age, get the fuck out of it. Go into IT yeah. or admin or building. Go go be a builder. You earn a yeah. shitload. Or get your licenses and drive a lorry. You get a shitload more. Most or be a plumber or electrician. <laughs> be an electrician. We do not talk about only farts here, please. Thank you. <laughs> one of, honestly, if you want like quickies and money, security is the one to go for. What is Security, you get a lot of money for it, and it's not David's taking notes. license at all. True, but it is fairly dangerous. It's, it's fairly dangerous. It I, is, yeah. I think it's maybe less dangerous than being a police officer, maybe a bit more, because sometimes you'll be working pubs or clubs where people are drunk and maybe carrying. Yeah, but you don't have to work in those at all. Oh, true, you don't have to. You'll get the same amount of money for working in those, so you just don't work in those. I would still recommend either being a trade operator, so electrician, plumber, whatever, or a lorry driver. At least here in the UK, now that they're desperate. Lorry driver, yeah, good one to go for. Um, that's because obviously you just need to get your license. Yeah, or, that's, that's between fourteen and twenty something pound an hour. Yeah, or uh, if you want something a lot more casual and easy, just be an Uber driver. Or that. The electricians, plumbers, they have to do a lot of education first. Uh, uh, two years in college. I'm an electrician. But, uh, yeah, yeah, in about two years. There yeah. is no way you'd get a lot of money from that. You'd have to be doing it for another 10 years after fucking college to start getting money. You'd I be surprised, dude. Done two years of college. I'd tell them to get the fuck out of my house. You would if they'd done <laughs> the job really well for you. And... <laughs> it's level two. I passed like uh, with was a fucking merit or whatever now if that got you into an apprenticeship then for four years sure i'd then i'd let them be my electrician but someone that just did two years of fucking college no they they can <laughs> 300 mile um fucking oh what's it called restraining order they're not going you're, near my house you're just saying that because you know what it's like to go to college for two years and come out knowing fuck all <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> that's exactly it. Like, I'm not gonna let someone that's done two years in college fucking break like cable through my fucking house. Like when we had the people do our kitchen and they were um, breaking into the wall and making Luke, like trails for cables. Luke showing his age. I wouldn't let a young person in my house. No, I didn't say young at all. But um. We had our kitchen done. They were making like trails in the wall, like digging into it and making a trail for the cables all around. I wouldn't let someone that's done two years of college do that. So, just to wrap up, 
so we don't get too off the track. Working from home, hell yeah. Very small benefits to working in person, but there are some, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. very, very small. So we're coming up to the end of the podcast, or we are at the end. So let's, what? Did no one notice I disappeared for like five minutes? No, I thought you were just quiet. God damn it. <laughs> there was one more thing. Oh, I gotta get my breath. I was running up and downstairs. <laughs> there was one more thing I wanted to say about one of the negatives from working from home. Steve. You're making me tired. <laughs> Give me a sec. I'm not as young as I used to be. <laughs> so, one of the negatives seems to be, although it might not be the case for everyone, is that if you're working from home, you kind of have to use your own equipment. So, I'm using my own I don't. stuff. Do you know? I was given a laptop and a screen and a mouse and a keyboard. Really? Hmm. I was going to say, the majority of places, um, like if they are work from home fully, they should provide you with equipment. Yeah, Laura got hers as well. Yeah, because a lot um, of it's proprietary software and, uh, propri- and proprietary fucking hardware. That's interesting, because my friend um, who used to work at the recruitment agency used his own laptop but they gave him like a USB dongle thing, which he needed to use to identify himself every time he wanted to log into the network. But other than that, that's what they gave him. And um, okay, fair enough. If you're working for a company and working from home, they probably should and would provide you with the hardware that you need. But if you're working self-employed, like in my case, I'm responsible for my hardware stuff. And if something fails, I've got to replace it. Um, I think there's insurance you can get that covers it if there is a failure or something else. But otherwise, if like say my graphics card fails, I'm boned. I'm completely and utterly boned because that's my entire system down. I do have a backup system, but it's nowhere near powerful enough to handle the workloads that I do. So I think that's one of the but, things you got to remember being self-employed. But, 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 you have got an income still, so... Yeah, I do have an income, therefore, if it's not a major replacement, then I should be okay. But the whole thing about graphics cards being, like, majorly expensive recently because of Bitcoin might have put a lot of self-employed people in a lot of trouble. That yeah. that will be completely different by next year anyway. Yeah, next year should be easier, but, yeah, but last now, few years. Yeah. Well, that was an interesting topic, interesting subject. Faith hmm. restored in humanity. The college will get you into either an apprenticeship or a uni to get a uni degree towards it. Generally, takes about four years to become an electrical engineer. Then That's you lose. A thing. That's a different thing. Electrical electrical engineers fix motors and transformers. Electrician, I can rewire your house, but I can't. Touch, but I can't touch the wires outside the house. Okay. I'm not saying I would. I'm not saying I would because I only did two years of college. I'm not confident enough, but I can do it, like legally speaking. Yeah, so my sister's boyfriend has become a electrician, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he's become an electrician, and he is like, how old? 20? Or 21? Yeah. Uh, and he's past that. So he's 21. So like, I couldn't imagine he's done many years doing that. And he's, he's passed, and he can officially do work exactly. inside people's homes right now. Okay, this still says it normally takes four years to become fully qualified. You're reading about electrical engineering. Yeah, it's, it's just an electrician. Well, right. this guy that I know, my sister's boyfriend, definitely has done it in less than four years. On the what? UCAS. Oh. UCAS is like UCAS points to get into university, I think. 
that's anyway, different. That's not a legal aspect. Anyway, this guy's done it. He's definitely not taken him four years to pass. No, exactly. How long he's been to doing it? Yeah, I don't know how long he's been doing. It. He's done an apprentice as well as yeah. So he's been like working whilst learning as well. I think maybe two years, Laura. Maybe yeah, about two years. Maybe maybe three, but I think it's two. There's probably different routes you can go about it. Like there's a university route. Yeah, where it might teach you more in debt stuff or something extra to the regular electrician curriculum. And then there's the apprenticeship route or something like that, where you can get it done in two years, like a express route. I didn't do an apprenticeship. Yeah, an okay. apprenticeship is the express route, whereas just going to college is slower. I think. Um. So with college to be an electrician or a plumber or anything like that level two is only two years level three is about the same i think level three allows you to sign off on projects um so basically i can come and rewire your house i'd have to call someone else to say that everything works properly so you're very pointless and then, then and then you'd have to pay him 150 plus yeah so basically you're better off being level three yeah pretty much go to college do it every year that you need yeah, and be done. Quick way of making cash. And yeah, that's probably quite a good uh, uh, face-to-face job, to be fair. I think a couple of years ago when I was looking into it, uh, starting salary was about £15 an hour, and they work fairly long hours. You wait till you go take your, uh, take your job private, and you do private jobs for people. That will soon shoot yeah. up from £15, more like £40. Something like that. I think um, depending on, your prof- on like, how long you've been doing it, it especially private you can charge about 50 quid to change a light bulb yep or if someone's got an issue with their oven 50 quid have a little look at that for you if you charge that if you charge 50 quid to change a light bulb to an old woman or anyone in general you're a fucking piece of shit yeah but you're you can also do it so <laughs> yeah, I know. anyway i think that wraps up everything for the session though pretty much we, yeah we learned that the steam deck is useless get the kfc console said also working from home is better than working in person yeah, we really did, as well as emotional responses, logical responses, and some good fun along the way. Got to have the fun. I'd say that was pretty <laughs> good. Um, any final words from anyone? Uh, any advertising you guys want to do? Because I do it. Yeah, yeah. Week, so, um, guys now. Yeah, so uh, follow Steve L. Take that on Twitch. He's the best Twitch streamer out of everyone in this chat. Don't bother following anyone else. Follow Steve L. Take that. <laughs> uh, Omar, go next. If you listen to this on Spotify, uh, just pretend you didn't hear Steve. Get AOE4. It comes out next month at the end. Also, follow, search double O M O R I HD. You'll find me. Cool, cool, cool. And Luke? I'm Luke. Do you have a Twitch? <laughs> Luke. What about you, David? I am Tale of the Devil on everything. Literally everything. So Reddit, TikTok, Instagram, uh Twitch, YouTube, you'll find me somewhere. This was all the information will be in the sidebar of the Spotify uh sound thing podcast description thingy. Also, Steve L Take That is the best streamer on Twitch. Follow. Oh my god. <laughs> he says that because he doesn't stream his girlfriend does. That's now changed. Nope. <laughs> Are you actually going to start streaming properly, Steve? Or am I going to have to? Of course, your channel I just need just I just need people to start following me at once again, Steve <laughs> L. Take that on Twitch. That's a nice little segue. I might steal that at some point. 
<laughs> yeah, I was streaming the last couple of days, actually. Yeah, it's popped up every time I'm at work. You bastard. I know, right? <laughs> David, oh, is it over? Are we still recording? <laughs> can I put my pop shield down now? Not yet. Hold can, on. I, can I be uh, offensive yet? Follow double O-M-O-R-I-H-D. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we will see you next week, hopefully, if Bye. I don't sleep all day again. Steve, we'll take that. Bye. Bye.